Welcome to the Neuropod, the podcast for neurodiagnostic professionals. Our mission is to provide you with information that can help you provide the best care for your patients. Knowledge is power, and more knowledge can lead to better patient outcomes. Thank you for tuning in today. I'm Jason Meyer, your host for today's show. Before we get started, let's do a quick plug for today's sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Stimulating Stuff with Rich Vogel. Dr. Vogel introduced his podcast just after the Neuropod came onto the scene. Both have garnered thousands of listeners with their informative, interesting, and valuable neurodiagnostic content. Stimulating Stuff can be found on all the major podcast streaming services. We appreciate Dr. Vogel's support and hope that you tune in to his podcast. If you like the Neuropod, we're sure you'll enjoy Stimulating Stuff. All right, on that, let's just jump into the show. This is going to be a good one for sure. I hope you all enjoy it. A couple weeks ago, I went to the Asset 2023 Annual Conference in Orlando. And for, gosh, I think I've been attending this show for about 30 years. Um, It's always a wonderful, wonderful event. It's one of my favorite weekends every year. There are so many awesome people in our industry. They're so much fun to be around, yet they're so experienced and knowledgeable about the science, about everything patient care. Many are super knowledgeable about operations and how a lab should function, how to manage a team of techs, physicians, deal with administration. There's so many great speakers, so many networking opportunities. It's just a great, great event. Well, the Neuropod thought this might be a great opportunity to go out and try to capture the vibe and let people who have not attended the conference see what they can experience by attending this annual event. It's not cheap to go, but committing the financial resources and giving up a weekend from friends and family and going and living this experience for themselves can really pay off. That's what today's show is all about. I decided to try to give a perspective on everything you have to gain by attending the show. Hopefully we captured that and hopefully we'll see you at the next conference in 2024. All right, and I'm sneaking up on my good friend Justin. I met him the other night. He's a great kid. He works. Uh, he went. Where, where you went to Concord, right? Yeah, went to Concord in San Bernardino. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. San Bernardino, California. So a good friend of mine, Jay Jones. We need to get a recording with him. But um, he went to school with him, and he's uh, Justin's one of the premier students through the program, and uh, he's a first-time attendee. How's the conference going, Justin? Um, the conference is pretty good. This is like a very interesting interview because I feel like my perspective will apply to a lot of new grads, a lot of new techs, uh, newly registered people. I graduated about a year ago got my REGT um, a couple weeks after that. This is my first time here at ASET and so far it's a really good experience meeting a lot of good people. Uh, I met Jason here the other night. It's been a blast so far. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can vouch he's, he's a good kid. We had a nice time together. In fact, I think I owe you a beer. I, I believe so. Yeah, I yeah. believe so. Yeah. So to describe some of the experience here. I mean, in, in detail, what were some of the um, highlights of the conference for you? Um, I feel like for me personally, one of the big highlights for this conference in general is just being able to see other like-minded people in the field. Sometimes it's easy to get burned out whether you're working long hours, um, you get called in at all times of the night, you know, sometimes you don't feel like significant, but when you come here and you're around all like-minded people, it all comes together and you see your importance. Yeah. So that's been the biggest takeaway for me so far and getting to reach out to the different vendors. Uh, see the equipment that I'm working with, their new technology, it, it just brings everything together. Awesome. And you're, atten- you're attending the um, talks, the sessions. What, what, tell me what, what the best session is or one that really stuck with you. Yeah, so um, I feel like so far the best talk that I've attended, um, they're going over management and different management techniques. And it was kind of explaining things from a management perspective for the different techs, uh, whether that being the EEG techs, IOM techs, like for everyone just in- 
in general, and is explaining their problems. So it was a pretty interesting perspective because I was able to see it from both sides. Yeah, yeah. So you get to see what why they do what they do. The shoe on the other foot approach, right? Yeah, it was very helpful. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome because um, I tell you, patient care is not for everybody. It's it's challenging, and I, and I know uh, you cover a lot of territory out in California, don't you? Yeah, uh, we cover a decent amount. We see a wide variety of patients. Uh, you never really know when you're gonna, what you're going to get thrown into, and it's kind of nice just when you come here, you, you feel that appreciation. That's the biggest thing. The people that live the same dream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a, you know, there's a lot of passion here, and it's, it's just a great place to be. I love the energy. Are you coming back? Yeah, I'm coming back. I believe next year uh, we're in Arizona. Arizona. So, yeah, yeah, I'll be out there in Arizona next so year. So one, th one point I want to make, uh, uh, Justin came out here as a, as a first-time attendee and a recent graduate of Concord, and he paid his way. You came here on your dime, didn't you? Um, so actually the hospital sponsored uh, the ticket, but yeah, uh, I covered the flight and things like that. But, you know, it was a little, a little push from the hospital, and it, it came a long way, you know, just knowing that you have that team in your corner, and then you come here, and then you meet with a larger group of people, and it's, like I said, it's just everyone has the same energy, same passion, same drive, and it's just a great environment. Yeah, and don't forget their scholarship is available, and it doesn't, it's not just the first credential. That's the Abbott scholarship that we award, but there are others available if you go to the assetfoundation.org. Yeah, you know, that's also a great opportunity, and for anyone listening, uh, you know, Jason's podcast, it's a, a lot of higher, more established individuals, but if you're listening from the same perspective that I came into this as a new grad, new tech, you know, definitely utilize these opportunities provided to you, because the deeper you get into the field, the more you're going to enjoy it. You're not going to get burnt out. And being here tells you you're not alone. It's one big family, isn't it, brother? Yeah, absolutely. The, the energy is crazy. Yeah. It's a great time. All right. Well, thanks for your time, bro. It's right, nice meeting you. you. Yep. Thank you. Hey, I just ran into Gil Solano. Gil is, uh, I call him an influencer. I guess they call him <laughs> social media influencers. Um, but he's all over the uh, Facebook things. He does a great little, uh, what, what, hey, Gil, what do you call the um, two for Tuesday or what, what? two minutes on Tuesday? What do you yeah, call it? Yeah. It's a fun little video, two minute Tuesdays um, that I initially put on YouTube and then I posted over to the Facebook groups and LinkedIn. Yeah. Just super, you know, it's it's a fun little snippet of, uh, of some deep, deep topics in, in the neurodiagnostic field. Yeah. So uh, I've been in this industry for years and years, and I'm going to tell you right now, point blank, it's being very well received. So oh, well, thank you. if, thank if you, you haven't, listeners, if you haven't seen Gil's uh, broadcast or his, um, if you're not on the LinkedIn or in those groups, first join the groups for sure. There's tons of information out there. Tons. But Gil's stuff is very, very good. It's accurate and, um, and it's, uh, it's, it's good for the community. It's good for the industry. So Gil, thanks for doing what you do. Yeah. Thank you, Jason. Yeah. So um, I, Gil and I did a little pregame. I reached out to him and asked him to do a cut for us and that's what he's here for. I asked him to look at trends in neurodiagnostics mm -hmm. that he found here at the uh, conference. So yeah. um, he's here professionally vending with his company, Arium, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. Go tell us about the trends that you found here, the, con yeah. the conferences here. Yeah. So um, some really neat stuff out there. A lot of improvements in hardware that I'm seeing. Um, uh, the first thing that I that I noticed with, was uh, Compumetics. So Compumetics has um, it's an ambulatory, an IOM amp, an REEG amp, all rolled into one. It's called Octi. Okay. Um, that's going to be really cool for, uh, you know, for hospitals who have all three of those services and want to roll it into one. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so that that's pretty cool. Uh, BioSerenity, uh, they have a new cap and um, and ambulatory capabilities. Their ambulatory machine is like the size of a phone. It's really cool. Oh wow. 
Yeah. Um, how how, how they lock that down? They lock it down in a bag. They um, just is it just like bomb proof? They hand it to the patient with a trigger on the device, or how's, he, yeah, how's, the, it, how's it triggered? Yeah. So um, it's what it looks like. It looks like a just a regular jackbox. It's about the size of a jackbox. Mm-hmm. It goes on to um, this little, I guess, a bag that wraps around the patient. Mm-hmm. Wears it kind of as a strap. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very lightweight. It looks very durable. Uh, Lifelines, their new track it mm-hmm. um, system. It's only twelve pounds, Jason. Like the, I don't know if you saw or or even dealt with. Wait, whoa, hold on. Not ambulatory with video. With video. Wow. Yeah. So so it is. It, it no, it's an ambulatory system. So mm-hmm. um, with track it before, and 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 I only know this because I worked. Uh, you know, on some of their machines, but mm-hmm. they, it would be a suitcase and you would open yeah, it up. Yeah. Um, and it was pretty heavy to lug around. The patients, you know, it was hard for them to um, to uh, get get everything, um, you know, set up. And but now it is a system where they are putting uh, they're just putting it on a table in front of them. Mm-hmm. You can see the screen. There's buttons where they can push. Yeah. And, uh, and it's, it's only 12 pounds. It has a camera. It feels indestructible. Yeah. Wow. Um, and, uh, yeah, that was, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, awesome. ca- kind of in the same vein, Cadwell has their arc Voyager Okay. and it's similar to the track it system. It looks very similar. It has the, uh, the EEG displayed on the front. There's mm-hmm. the camera. Um, it looks very smooth. It looks very clean. It looks very, and the most important part, it looks easy. Yeah. So the yeah. patient, whenever, let's say you, you hook the patient up in the hospital, they can take the track it. They can take the Cadwell system. They can go home. Yeah. They don't have to open anything up. They just set it on the table. And, uh, and that's what we look for. Like as a company, we just want to make it easy on our patients. Yeah. Beautiful. Patient friendly. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, awesome. Some other things. Uh, Zito has their rapid EEG helmet. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be quite honest with you. I wasn't uh, real sure of how that was going to work out. But when I saw the demonstration, their impedance looked great. Mm-hmm. The, f- the crazy thing about um, the helmet is they put it on, and initially all the impedances are in the red above. I believe their threshold is like five or maybe ten. Yeah. But it's um, it initially starts out above the threshold and then it works i guess and i'm not sure how it does it to be honest with you sure but the electrodes seem to find a better connection by um, moving around the scalp and getting a good connection um, Interesting. and, and yeah. in real time you just see the red dots turn into green dots it's pretty cool okay so let me ask you this uh, yeah uh, we're here at asset it's primarily uh, a tech conference right right so is it a tech killer or is it something that can complement someone's uh, uh, lab? You know, I used to think it was a tech killer um, until I started getting into um, helping out rural uh, cities. Mm-hmm. Um, the need is so huge. There's not there's not near enough techs that can cover, you know, these rural rural areas. Um, and again, it, this it's and it's it's limited, right? So yeah. you can only do a routine. I believe it's only. Um, one hour to four hours, and yeah, then the battery, yeah. and then battery issues. So um, okay, so it's, so it's not going to be used in the um, ICU for sure. Um, what about the ER though? I mean, when you can't have twenty four seven tech coverage with one tech. 
Exactly, exactly. And let's think about those 3 a.m. times, right? Mm -hmm. Whenever mm -hmm. uh, a patient, um, let's say the doctor needs uh, an EEG at 3 a.m., they can throw that thing on um, and, and wait till the tech gets there and actually hook up an EEG. Here's, here's the deal. Nothing's ever going to take the place of the 1020 system tech right. uh, applied. You know, it's just the maintenance is it's better maintenance. Um, it's just a better connection. It's more reliable. Uh, people's heads are different. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, a one size fits all is is good, but it's not great. And yeah. the tech uh, application is great, as yeah. you know, Jason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. If they do it right. I'm, I'm, yeah, it, our right. listeners yeah. all yeah. know I'm on the soapbox, man. This <laughs> right. measuring and marking that yep. people think isn't necessary right. it drives me crazy yep. so yep uh, listeners don't listen to the podcast if you don't measure and mark it you refuse or i'll offend you every day right right oh gosh so uh, Gil, uh, what else you got what else you find anything else before we get to arium you know in neuropod yeah i mean this podcast oh, I, I love i love how you know um you're like neural what huh? <laughs> you're like yeah tell me about that yeah. <laughs> but no i you know i'm loving how um I've always thought there was a huge need um, it, for for podcasts in this space. Um, I think podcasts are blowing up. As yeah, well, I mean, it's evident that that they're blowing up. Um, you know, I I can't do anything around my house anymore without having a podcast on. Yeah. Um, and so it's it's great to have. Uh, you know, good quality. I think you're you're putting out great quality with this podcast. Yeah, you're, thank you. You're um, uh, the guests you have on. It's just it's just super entertaining and, and it's relevant. Yeah. Um, and it's educational. Um, uh, some other you know the videos that uh, other people are putting out. Um, I just think it's it's whenever people come together and they share what their knowledge, it just helps us as a community, as an industry. Yeah. Um, and the more knowledge we have, the more, um, there's just better jobs that we can do. Yeah. This, this is old news to the regular listeners, but I, I'm another soapbox of mine, which most know, is the, the academic centers, they get it's such a privilege to yeah. develop your skills in that environment. And 90% uh, of us didn't have that opportunity. So we're just right. trying to bring the, access to the resources yes. to the community where yep. they don't have that so yeah. yeah yeah and you're doing the same thing and uh so your your two minute tuesdays are amazing i i said that right right it's two minute tuesdays yeah yeah and 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 funny enough we um so i partnered up with uh dr ro elgavish who's okay. an epileptologist in denver nice um and we just submitted um our application youtube has a um it's it's a certified care provider, licensed care provider, nice. um, where you get a tag on YouTube. Um, eventually, YouTube will have its own category where it's uh, it's, it's uh, health advice or uh, medical advice. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we're applying for that. And so, yeah, so all of my videos are vetted thoroughly through uh, Dr. Elgavish. We collaborate on Beautiful. the content and nice. uh, and put it out there. Nice. Real quick, real quick, tell us about Arium. What, yeah. what markets you serve? What services you provide? All yeah, that. yeah. So Arium EEG, we're a remote EEG monitoring company. Um, we service hospitals uh, across the nation remotely, completely remote. Um, we have no nice. setup techs out there. We just take care of hospitals who have the setup techs or doctors' clinics who have techs, and then we just do the monitoring part. Gotcha. Um, so we, you're not providing any hardware in there. You don't have an NDA to, to do the hookups. You're not developing the skill set of the people on the floor. If they got them on the ground, but they need the coverage during those odd hours, yep. that's what you provide? That's exactly right. Yeah. So we're, so I'm taking, uh, you know, registered techs with at least five years of experience. Our uh, average is 13 years of experience, a lot of pediatric 
um, specialists on board with us. Nice. Um, we have over 40 techs now. Mm -hmm. um, wow. We're, we're taking care of, like I said, hospitals across the nation. Yeah, so you'll um, serve any market. Any market. Beautiful. Any market at all. Yep. Good yeah, deal. Absolutely. Right. Well, I wish you a bunch of success, and I appreciate you doing this, and please keep doing what you're doing because the community's loving it. Same, Jason, same. Man, right. I appreciate you having me. All right, Gil. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Oh, this is great. I'm on the floor at Asset 2023, and I just ran into some good old friends, and I'm here with Josh Castle. Josh, what's, what's going on? You were, you were on the uh, right side of things. Now you crossed over to the dark side. Can you introduce yourself? Hi, uh, yes. I'm Josh Castle. I just uh, started with Intermed USA about uh, December of last year, yeah. and looking forward to selling some equipment. Yeah. After being a clinician for how many years? I think we're at 25 this year, unfortunately, if you combine EEG and IRM. And I think I met him in his first five years. So, and another dear friend of mine who, uh, uh, I've, I've, in fact, Tiffany and her friend Jan pretty much got me started in uh, neurosupply back in 2003. And I met them both at Miami Valley Hospital probably three to five years before that. Or, or, or at Cincinnati. Were you at Cincinnati with Jan? Yes. Yeah. Yes, at UC. Uh, Tiff is uh, like top tier in the industry working for MedSurant as the COO. And um, tell me about your experience and why I see you every year at Asset. Uh, every year we're at Asset because my career started as an EG tech and I want to support Asset and all of the technologists. So that's very important to me to continue to support Asset. What benefits does attending Asset do for you personally over all the years as a tech, as a manager and, and now? I would say the biggest benefit for me is really just meeting people, talking to people. Um, it's not a huge, I'll be honest, not a huge business maker or anything like that, but it is, it's great for networking, great for talking to people. Maintaining relationships. Yes, yes, learning, learning new techniques, education, all of that is, is great. For asset. Do you, do you still attend the meetings? I mean, the uh, the talks, or do you just come for primarily networking? Yeah, I do. I do attend. The, not all of them, but I pick and choose the ones that are of interest to me, and I do. I still attend them. Good. Well, thanks for your time. Who'd you guys bring along here? Hi, my name is Dave. Um, I worked for Josh. I worked for Tiffany, and I've been doing this for about 16 years. And I had I decided to be a lawyer for a while. And I litigated after I went to the Army, and I decided none of that's for me, and here I am. How many asset meetings have you attended? I believe three at this point. And are you coming back? I'm going to guess so. We've had a very good meeting, and we've talked and networked with a whole bunch of people, and I got to see Tiffany again, so that's always a benefit. Yeah. I want to tell you guys thanks for joining me. Thanks. Thank you. It's good to see you. Thank you. So I just ran into Ryan Rosenhan with Intranerve. Ryan, um, I appreciate you sitting down with us. Um, you've been attending a lot of conferences. I see you here every year. What's going on? Why are you guys here? Yeah, we're excited to be here. Um, we've been coming to Asset for uh, decades. And uh, yeah, I've been here as an attendee, as a vendor. And we have a big booth space here to this year. And oh, we are you guys' spot is premier. I love it. Give the listeners a little background. What does Intranerve do? And um, you know, you spend a lot of money to be here. What? what why are you here? Why do you sure. guys come here? Yeah. So Intranerve Neuroscience, we uh, 
our neuroscience service provider. We've uh, been around since 2006. We are privately owned and operated, and we provide intraoperative monitoring and EEG services, mm -hmm. as well as professional interpretation uh, across the country. We work in 29 states currently and growing and hiring, and uh, we love coming to Asset because it's just a, a good opportunity to meet a lot of the people who are delivering the service. Yeah. and. Um, and get to talk with them and, and be a part of it. Yeah, yeah. You guys. So, um, in your business, do you work both ends of it? Are you um, you recruiting both uh, uh, employees and then also customers, or what's a what's a what's a business purpose for being here? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, both, exactly. We uh, recruit uh, technologists and neurophysiologists and also uh, contract with hospitals here. And uh, Asset kind of serves both those purposes, so mm -hmm. it's a really nice investment and return on that investment and um yeah mm. yeah it's uh it's obviously got to be profitable but you know the thing that's fun about asset it's uh there's always like a, a loyalty component to it you know yeah when they always supported us as vendors and we support it's a bi-directional relationship right it works out great yeah you know especially asset there's an appreciation for everyone who's here we all serve different roles um we all do different things, but we're all in the same field. And mm -hmm. there's just a support of one another. There's an appreciation for all levels of delivery of care. And you see that even from being a vendor where it doesn't feel like you're just, uh, you know, another name uh, writing a check to be able to be here. It feels like you're a part of it. Yeah. And uh, we've always appreciated Asset uh, really focusing on community and trying to build that community. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I know they appreciate you being here. Um, it's. Uh, it's good to see you guys. I see you at ASM, and I know I've seen you probably at least the last 10, probably more years here supporting Asset, and, um, and it's nice to see them supporting companies like yours. So appreciate you being here, Ryan, and thanks for taking a minute to talk with us. Yeah, thank you, and appreciate what you do, and uh, always trying to dodge the camera. So yeah, <laughs> thanks so much, Jason. <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you. Thank you, Ryan. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi, this is Rich Vogel, and I'm super excited to tell you about Stimulating Stuff. That's the name of my all-new podcast, and with thousands of listens from around the world in just a few short weeks, this might be the hottest new thing in neuromonitoring. The Stimulating Stuff podcast is a combination of commentary on interesting topics in neuromonitoring and interviews with special guests from throughout the neurodiagnostics community. You can follow, listen, and download from all major music and podcasting platforms. So when you're not stimulating stuff in the OR, check out the Stimulating Stuff podcast. I hope you'll join me and don't forget to tell your friends. To listen, find links, and learn more, go to stimulatingstuff.com. Hey, I just ran into a friend of mine, Ashley, from NMA. We go way back to your specialty care days? No, uh, actually Safe Passage. Safe Passage. Oh, yes. Darn it, Daniel, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right, Dan. Yeah, Dan Siegel. Yeah. yeah, Dan Siegel. Okay, great, great. Yeah. So um, how's the conference going for you this year? It's great. It's been a, a really good turnout. I feel like it's very EEG-centric, which obviously, but yeah. it's been nice to see all the innovation that's going around EEG right now. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's tons. In fact, we just did a segment on it with uh, with uh, Gil Solano. He covered uh, trending stuff mm -hmm. for us, and uh, it was interesting, yeah. Yeah. So NMA, you guys are a monitoring company, right. right? Yep, so we're a neuromonitoring company about 17 years in the business. We're based on the West Coast, but we span about 36 states and growing. So. Wow, awesome. And I, I know your leadership there. You got good people there. And, oh, yeah. And especially knowing they got you and 
uh, Rami. Rami's yeah, with right. you, right? Yep. So Rami Fote, yep, he's our COO. And, and yeah, we've got a lot, a lot of good people, really bright people, um, thought leaders in our industry, and, and, you know, along for this fun ride of IOM. Yeah. How, how many people in the organization, and how many hospitals do you cover? Uh, we're about 350 employees, and we're about 400 hospitals. Wow, not a small operation. Not at all. Yeah. And growing, so. Yeah. And I know you guys have been loyal to Asset for yeah. years. Yeah. Why do you keep coming back? We keep coming back because it's always a great place to kind of see those familiar faces within industry, see the new faces, the new talent that kind of comes in, especially from a recruiting standpoint. We like to make sure that, you know, brand awareness and, and knowing that you know, incoming people that are coming into this market know that we're one of the players. So. Do we do we still have a shortage of techs? I know we do an EEG big time. What about IOM? Is, is it as shortage like it used to be when I was schlepping needles? <laughs> um, I think it's kind of always one of those things where you're trying to kind of stay above and, and beyond of the expectation. With growth comes opportunity, um, and sometimes that growth comes too quickly. So when you span so many states, um, I think healthcare in general has an issue with staffing, right, across all all boards. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so IOM specifically, yeah, there's, I mean, we all know it. There's about 4,000 people with their certification through ABRET, um, and of those 4,000 who are still in monitoring, who wants, you know, a job in this very specific location. So, yeah, it can definitely be difficult. So with all those, with the area that you cover, um, so your recruiting roles full-time. I mean, you are the in-house recruiter, right? Yeah, so I'm actually head of, of HR. So we focus a lot about strategic planning, um, making sure that we have the right folks on the bus, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we also focus on leadership development and management because we want to, you know, focus on retention, right? Yeah, People yeah. make the choice to come work for us, but we want to make sure that we're the last place that they work for. What about educational? Do you guys uh, train in-house? Or do you take do you take non-clinical people? and train them up from day one? Most certainly. So we take a clinical, we do a clinical training probably about four times a year, once a quarter. Um, you know, this, we have a training class actually starting the end of this month and we've got 25 people enrolled all over the country. Um, yeah, so we definitely take people with, we, we look for people with a strong didactic foundation, right? That knows their anatomy, but beyond that, uh, we like that. We like to be able to treat, you know, teach them the NMA way um, and, and give them kind of a very good foundation in neuromonitoring. If someone Listen to this and they said, I really like the message. How do they find you? NMAIOM.com. Simple, easy as pie. That's it. All right. All right. Ashley, good to see you. you Thank you. Yeah, anytime. Thank you. So I'm sitting here with Gail Hayden, and Gail is a co founder of the Asset Foundation. Gail, what's the foundation do? The foundation provides funds for scholarships, for educational meetings, both for ASSET and uh, for some of the accredited schools. Okay. And it also will fund curriculum development and educational efforts uh, for people in the field. Okay. How did it come about and how did you ensure that you did it right when you launched this? So I came on board as president-elect under Adele Wirch when she was president, Mm -hmm. and it was mentioned at a meeting. So I decided I would start looking around as a possible presidential project during my term and happened to know that there was a foundation center in Atlanta where I was living at the time. Mm -hmm. The foundation center is an organization that is the standard bearer for good practices in all sorts of nonprofits. Okay. The center in Atlanta provided classes. So I went to take classes in uh, setting up nonprofits 
and what they could and couldn't do. Uh, they had research facilities. They had copies of Constitution and bylaws for many, many different kinds of uh, organizations that mm-hmm. fall under foundations. So, so this was someone that you could rely on for guidance to do it the right way. Absolutely. This, this was absolutely the best possible place to get information on how to do it right and make everything work both legally and man- and to manage it. So the center in Atlanta was absolutely fantastic and helpful. So I went through a lot of best practices, a lot of constitution and bylaws, came up with some stuff. The under Adele, the board, the asset board voted to uh, approve the formation of the foundation. And then in um, 2004, mm-hmm. at the meeting in Las Vegas, we actually formed the foundation and we had had a finance committee for asset. They became the first board members okay. because they had looked at a lot of financial issues for us. Mm-hmm. And we were joined and always wanted uh, vendor and physician input. Mm-hmm. So we had Dave Weaver and uh, Dr. Ernst Niedermeyer join us. And it was a very collegial group. Uh, we worked together. We worked out what sorts of um, projects we were willing to fund and what sorts of things we would not do yeah. and so we, we so, so dave was a part of that way back then yes because he's he's been a you and he are probably the top two donors that i've seen over the years that i've served on the, the foundation board um, he's always contributed you have contributed in a huge way financially not just operationally but go ahead well and i would add sherry nahampkin to that oh, because yeah, sherry has has graciously donated when she's given the many, many lectures and and various things to the silent auction. Um, she's just been an absolutely amazing angel for us. Yeah. So it, so it's a charity, Gail. And yeah. Any charity that someone's considering donating to, you want to know that your money's being, you know, the the organization is a good steward of those funds. How much? goes to the scholarship recipients as a percentage, would you guess? Or how much is for administrative cost? How, how does that work? I don't know, but I do know you can go online to Charity Navigator mm-hmm. and you can look up the uh, Asset Foundation okay. and it will tell you, it will give us a grade and it will tell you uh, what is in our tax returns every year. Oh, nice. And that way you can see this is their income. Uh, we, other than what we are currently uh, paying Faye, we have never paid salaries of any kind. Yep. The board is not compensated for doing the hard volunteer work they do and being such good stewards. But I will tell you, nobody goes on that board unless they really are dedicated to helping education in the field. Yeah, right. I want to thank you, Gail, for all your contributions and thank you for your time today. Well, thank you very much for asking me to. Anything I can ever do for the foundation, I'm certainly happy to to do and to encourage others to help out with it. You know, you don't have to you don't have to be a millionaire, people. You just need to have your heart in the right place. Exactly. 
good friend of mine, Susan Boyer, is here at the conference, and I say good friend, but it's the first time we actually met face-to-face, right, Susan? That's right. That's right. We've done a lot of virtual meetings together. Yeah, exactly. Susan serves on the board, the Asset Foundation board with me, and um, we, uh, we, we dig in together to award those scholarships and do all the, all the great things that Gail Hayden just talked about. Um, all that important work, which yeah. is so much uh, benefit to all the technologists out there. Yeah, yeah. So Susan was kind of a um, recent ad, I think maybe in the last year or two, um, to the foundation board. And her, uh, she, she was brought on because we established a relationship with Abbott, and we give scholarships away for Abbott as well. Susan, can you introduce yourself? Sure. And, and then let our listeners know what you do with Abrit, and then let's talk about why Abbott's come into asset. Great. So yeah, I'm Susan Boyer. I work in Henry Ford Hospital in Detroit, and I run the neuromagnetism lab there, and we work with the EEG technologists, and we do the uh, planning for surgical uh, localization of where your epilepsy is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm on the Abbott board, and I've mm-hmm. been on the Abbott board now for two, maybe three years. Mm-hmm. And about a year ago, we established uh, scholarships that we wanted to give out to uh, to technologists so that they could become certified. Yeah. And so we we started out with giving away, I think it was two. And yeah. now we're up to 10. Oh, my gosh. So yeah. giving away 10, 10 every quarter. So Ma- makes our job easier when we get 40 applications, right? Yes, definitely. <laughs> yes, to give away as many as we can. It's great. So you so you serve on the board with Abbott. You have, obviously, we talked about foundation. Yes. Um, so what, what does Abbott exactly do? So Abbott is that credentialing. So what they do is they give you the credentials, which are really important. When you're working in a hospital, if you're a credentialed technologist, you are... You know, thought of as at a higher level, you're usually getting a better salary, you're more respected, and and then once you get that initial certification, like the REGT, mm-hmm. then you can actually go on and get the other ones if you want the long-term monitoring or the, um, you can go into the IOM and, you know, start to look at all the um, neuroanalyst and, and other mm-hmm. different credentials that we have out there. So, Albert, so we're talking about credentialing for individuals. Um, y'all also do credentialing. Well, lab let, credentialing. Let me, yeah, you do lab, but let's get to that in a second. You do not do education, right? No, no education. Okay. It's, just, it's all, you know, giving you that certification that says you are at this level. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that will should, should most hospitals that I have talked to, mm-hmm. once you get that credential, they give you a bump up in your pay. Once nice. you get the next credential, they give you another bump up. Any credential you get, you should be getting a bump up in your salary because you know more, because you are better prepared. It's professional recognition. Exactly. Professional recognition. That is correct. Good, good, good. So tell me about the labs and and, uh, credentialing for it. What does Abbott do as it relates to your lab in a hospital? Um, So the EEG labs are credentialed, um, and that gives them uh, that better... When you're when you're a patient, it gives you better feeling that you're in a, a place where the techs are credentialed and now the labs credentialed, so you okay. know you're coming from, again, something that's going to give you a positive uh, experience and mm. provide you with a place where there's a lot of knowledge and a lot of people with experience. Okay, so so it says you've met the standard, a minimum, yes, not, a minimum not, not, not the minimum standard. You really probably a higher surpassed a higher standard. Yeah, yes. exactly. The individuals benefit from it because they can get a bump in pay, 
The individuals benefit from it because it's showing, it's professionally recognizing for the education and the competencies that they have demonstrated. Right, and they usually go on to becoming the lead techs, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and then it, moving up in training, training mm-hmm. the newer techs. So once you have that certification, that you, it just shows your peers that you know uh, you have a, a level of knowledge that you're competent and you're ready that you can share this and start to train other people too. Yeah, that's awesome. Why do you come to the conference? It's very much a symbiotic relationship between Asset and Abret, right? Mm-hmm. So Asset does all the education and a real outreach and community for the technologists to come together. Mm-hmm. And so to put Abret here uh, where the techs can, we actually were actually certifying, recertifying right here oh. at the booth. So yeah. wow. uh, that worked out great. Uh, we were able to recertify a lot this time, um, and we're actually going to bring that back next year as well. That oh, we're that's gonna do great. The recertifying yeah. here because it's worked out so well. All right. Well, Susan Susan Boyer, Foundation Support, not Support, Board Board, board Partner. Member for Asset yeah. Foundation, Abbott Foundation, yeah. Abbott Board Member, Asset Foundation Member. A great example of volunteerism right there. Yeah, and Jason's doing a great job. He's so helpful with all the work that we do with the foundation. Uh, some of it he, couldn't have been done without him, so we really, no. <laughs> uh, really appreciate all his work. That's appreciated, but it's an uh, overstatement. But thank you, Susan. <laughs> we have a great team on the foundation, and it's yeah. fun. We have fun when we do our meetings. It is, it is. Yeah, and everybody has a like mind. We're all enjoying the conversation of what we're doing to support the technologists and um, just spreading some joy across the society. Neurodiagnostic joy. Yeah. I love it. Thank love you, it. Susan. All Appreciate right, you coming Jason. on the show. Bye-bye. All right. Now I'm sitting here with Jacob Myers. He's with GOHE. Um, Jake, I don't even know what the acronym is. What, is, what does GOHE stand for? GOHE stands for uh, Global Organization for Health Education. Okay. What's the organization? Uh, GOHE uh, focuses on, uh, on helping techs around the world. Uh, do ACIT uh, courses and get the registry. Okay. Basically, in, uh, increasing uh, EEG tech uh, training around the world and places of the world where there's real need for it, where there's not a lot of trained techs. Wow. Maybe there's not not a lot of neuro neuro care. So uh, underserved markets. Uh, yes. Wait, okay. Oh wow. So um, do, do you focus on? So I know Daniel is. Uh, I'm not sure where. In, I always I always guess the wrong uh, country. So I'm not even going to guess. But somewhere in Central Africa, I believe. He's from Cameroon. Cameroon. Okay. Yep. And do you focus on the continent of Africa, or what's what's the focus? No, we we have projects all over the globe. Okay. I thought it was sent, uh, very focused on the continent of Africa, and, I'm, and it's nice to know that you're reaching out everywhere. Yeah. So so it's. You said education focus. Do you guys develop curriculum at all, or do you pull together? How's what's your program? We actually really partner with Asset. We get a lot of our curriculum and stuff from uh, Asset, uh, uh, from the Asset Courseworks that you know Asset makes available for techs everywhere. We just we help them yeah. get access to it, get the education. Yeah. Uh, we also uh, work with uh, organizations in parts of the world, mm-hmm. helping to uh, fight the stigma of epilepsy as well. Okay, yeah, that, that's a whole other project, jeez. Yeah, and yeah. those are that's our big focus. We are also supporting the African Neurophysiology uh, Conference that's taking place in Nairobi, uh, Kenya this year. So let, let's talk about funding. How, how do you guys get funded and how do you... So they develop curriculum. Do you have to pay for curriculum from Asset or is it donated by Asset? Remember off the top of my head, I believe we still have to pay for it. Um, mm-hmm. And so our funding... Uh, it comes from donations. It comes from uh, tax uh, and donors, uh, basically around from the country around the world. Okay. 
Um, do you hire educators? What? Tell me more about the operational side. When we when we uh, send uh, educators, the educators are volunteers, and mm-hmm. uh, usually we get funding to send send them on a trip. A lot of the places already. We, we were, I mean, you need like electricity and access to the internet. Yeah. Uh, uh, and a lot of times we can uh, try to help them get a computer if okay. they don't have a computer. Okay. And and just support them in all the ways that like maybe we take for granted in the United States. Are you are you guys using satellite? Can be available anywhere, right? Have you used any of that? Uh, it can't be available anywhere. I would have to check back in with that yeah. uh, with uh, our director of education. I'm not and, sure how it works. I know that, yeah. that Starlink from uh, Elon Musk's companies uh, uh, doing a good job of getting yeah. internet across the world. So. Um, Anyway, what else do you want to tell us about Gohi? You know, uh, Gohi is a great organization. We're also uh, working on, we have a YouTube channel. Okay. And a lot of times we're seeking out volunteers that make little educational videos. Now it'll be available for anybody. Yeah. They're not really, they, you don't really get to see you or anything from them. But if you're just looking for general education. Yeah, yeah. They'll, well, they'll for, for just for better patient care, God forbid, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, it just, you know, just if you want to learn and all that stuff. I mean, yeah. so many people in the EG world, I mean... We're nerdy. We're, we love this stuff, you know. Yeah. Uh, we've been here at Asset as well, and uh, we, and if you come over and if you can see the board, mm-hmm. I, I know Neuro Podcast. We had people put pins from where they're from or their home country. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. yeah. I just took a picture of you there. Oh yeah, yeah. and okay. it, and as you can see, Asset itself has members from all over the world. Yes. You know, EG community is a global community. Yes. And we all face the same problems. We all have the same cares, too. Not only do we care about our patients, but we care about the communities we're in. Yeah. Local breweries, there's a great message amongst them all, which is uh, drink local, but think global. Yeah. Same thing with EEG. You're working local. You have a community you care about, but it's still a global community. And all the characteristics are the same for air, no matter where you go in the world. Yeah. And so, like... Well, the I, science is definitely. Oh yeah, the science is the same. You know, things are universal, and uh, a lot of times, uh, people working in EEG have the same characteristics of why they got into EEG. Yeah. Uh, no matter where you are in the world, and yeah. so, you know, Goe is just interested in connecting everybody global, worldwide, and help reinforce this global community and support for each other. Yeah. Your nonprofit, right? Yes. Okay. No, I just want to say thank you for. Um, doing this effort it's a it's a huge i mean we t- you're taking on a global project this doesn't get bit any bigger than that um heck i'm just trying to get a podcast out there i couldn't imagine trying to deliver to the entire world like you guys are um especially something that requires a ton on the fundraising side so listeners if you've got if you got it in you find a way to chip how can they chip in how could someone donate to go our address uh, is www like g-o-h-e-a-l-t-h Okay. Well, um, and just say that, say that again. It's www.gohealth. Okay. Uh, dot org. Dot org. But we're also on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Beautiful. Yeah. And so, so the don- you don't do you have do you have a donate button somewhere that ma- that makes it easier easy to collect money? If you uh, go to a website, uh, okay. there is a section where you can put in donations. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks for doing what you guys do. I know you work at MUSA. Yep. I, I know that you've got, a, a, I think, another clinical job, and you do the communications for Gohe on top of it, right? Yep. So, anyway, thank you from the neurodiagnostic community and from a part of the world that is benefiting from what you guys are doing. Thank you. Yep, and thanks for joining the show, Jacob. Thank you for having us. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Jason Meyer for the Neuropod, the podcast for neurodiagnostic professionals.